Meshach and Aaron are told by the Ebeshter that all of the people who sinned with Kairach are going to be punished. So the Pasuk says, They fell on their faces, and they dive into Hashem, the Hashem of the Ruchais. If only one person sinned, and why would you be angry at the whole congregation? So Rashi quotes the words, and says it means, not Ruches as Neshamos, but Ruches as thoughts. Hashem knows the thoughts. And he brings a mashal. He says, a king, a human king, if part of his country sinned against him, he may not know who sinned, who didn't sin, so he's going to punish everyone. But you know who sinned and who didn't sin. So why would you punish everyone? And seemingly Rashi is coming to tell us that Ruches here means Machshavos. And that's how the Pasuk flows. Maisha's complaint is, why are you punishing everyone if you know who sinned? But on this, there are five questions. Number one, why does Rashi have to bring the marshal of the king? What does that add to Rashi's explanation? Number two, if the marshal does add something, then Rashi should have brought it earlier with Avram Avinu, who was making the same argument for Zdoim. Why are you killing the righteous, the tzaddikim, with the Rishayim? Rashi should have brought this marshal, that Hashem knows who's a tzaddik and who's a Rasha. Now, Three, question three is it's not true that the king would kill everyone or punish everyone. Even a human king, if he's a righteous king, will try to discover who sinned. And if he can't figure it out, he's not going to punish everyone. And then question four and five is why does Rashi start with the word sarcha and end with the word chayta? And if it was mixes medina, which means it was a lot of people, why does Rashi say chayta lashon yachid in the singular? Then Rashi continues Ha'ish Echad and explains that one person is the sinner and you are angry at everyone. So Hashem answers, says Rashi, you're saying good, I know and will let know who sinned and who didn't sin. And again, we have five more questions. Number one, what is Rashi adding over here with Huhachaita? That one person, he is the sinner. The Pasik said Yechta. And what is he adding with the word Va'ata? Number two, why does Rashi not quote those words from the Pasuk Yechta, Valkala Eda Tiksef, or at least Seve Goimar? Number three, what is Rashi bringing in by saying Hashem's answer? That Hashem said that you said good. Especially since Hashem tells him you said good, and then in the next Psukim we find out that Hashem punishes Dust and Vavidim also. Three people sinned, not one person sinned. Why, why does Hashem say Yafa Amarita? And it happens to be that in the Medrash it says just the word Ani I will let them know. Here Rashi says Ani Yoideya I know and I, let, I will let know. Why does Rashi have to say Yoideya? So that's the five questions on this part of Rashi, the five questions on the previous part of Rashi. And before we get to the answer, we have one more question that didn't Moshe know that there was more than one person? We keep on talking about Kairach Va'adasai, the Eida, the group of people, 250 people. Why does Meisha insist that there was only one person who sinned? And to answer this question, which will ultimately answer all the questions, we go to Eizgimel. Where the Rebbe explains that although many people, 250 people or more, were involved in the fight against Kairach, against Meisha Rabbeinu, I'm sorry, they did that being led by Kairach. Kairach instigated, Kairach convinced them and got them to follow along. It was really only Kairach 
that was the main instigator, that instigated the whole fight, and clearly was intending to fight against Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what Ashi brings the muscle. He wants to bring out the difference that there's something called Sarcha. Sarcha means sin. Sarcha means from the word spoiled or something that smells. In other words, it wasn't a sin. It was just something that was disgusting. It was inappropriate. So most of the people, what they did was inappropriate. One person is the one who led the rebellion against the king. So therefore, when it comes to a human king, he punishes everyone. If he doesn't know who was the instigator. Because after all, they did do something inappropriate. So Moshe Reno says, but you, who you, know, you know who's the instigator. You know who started the whole fight. Why would you punish everyone else if you know who is the one who ultimately meant the rebellion? And this is why Rashi says the words, Hu ha Rashi is trying to explain Moshe's Taina. Really only one person is the main sinner. Everyone else just followed along. The Ata and you, you know who it is. So why don't you just punish him? And Hashem answers that you're saying right that I know who instigated this, but you're saying, but you're not correct by saying that it was just one person. It actually was three people, Kairach and Dasan and Aviram. And that's why Rashi has to say, Ani Yodeya, because he's, he, Rashi is telling us, that, Moshe, that Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, I know who they are, and it's more than just Kairach, and I will let it be known by punishing those three. And this answers all of our questions. Why did Ashi bring the muscle to be able to bring out the difference between Sarcha and Chaita? Why does Ashi not bring it in by Avram Avinu? Because it wasn't relevant over there. There was no instigator. Why does uh, the, the human king punish everyone? Because they all are, are, were, were sinful, if not rebellious. Sarcha and Chaita, because some are only Sarcha and some are Chaita. Why did he say Chaita? Because in Moshe's Lashon Yachid, because in Moshe's uh, argument, there is only one chayta. Why does he say hu ha Because he wants to emphasize that there's only one person who's the real chayta, not everyone else who just joined along. Why does Rashi, why does, Moshe, why does Hashem have to answer, why does Rashi have to tell us the answer of Hashem? Because he wants to bring out this idea that Hashem agreed with Moshe on certain things, on the fact that not everyone sinned, but disagreed with him on the fact there was only one person. And that's why, ultimately, it turns out that there was three people, Kairach and Dasan and Aviram, that get punished because they were all Chaitim, even though Kairach was the main instigator. And there's a very profound lesson that we could learn, we find that Dasan and Aviram acted horribly to Meishe Rabbeinu, very, very despicably, all, all along. And their sin was not in the manner of Sirchaim, like everyone else, they were Chaitim, like Kairach. And nevertheless, Meishe Rabbeinu is being done, he's judging them favorably, saying, that only one person, only Kairach, was the Chaita. This teaches each and every one of us, who we each have within us a piece of Meishe Rabbeinu, to implant in ourselves this ability to judge someone favorably. Because even when they don't seem to deserve it, if we ultimately turn things around to judge them favorably, this also gives us the opportunity to bring them back on the proper path and, bring, and return them from 
this place where they're not, they, where it's hard to judge them favorably, and they ultimately end up going on the right path.